All right, everybody, welcome back to Fat Stacks. Um, we're back. All right, we're back. Jacob, Fisher, Tyler, here, right? Real Garrett had some family stuff going on, and uh, Aaron's still on his hiatus. Um, and so we're going to talk a little mini episode, we're going to call this. We're going to talk baseball. And so, um, Fisher, I know you had some things to talk about on baseball, so you just go ahead and take this thing away, brother. I'm I'm done hosting for the day. Well, I had something to get off my chest with Aaron Judge. And I'm not a big Aaron Judge guy. I don't hate him, but he's plays for the Yankees. You know, if you don't like the Yankees, you're supposed to hate the Yankees. I don't make the rules. That's just how it goes. But Aaron Judge – as of last night, is now the true home run king in a single season. And, he, and Tyler's shaking his head. We've argued about this before. But to me, it's simple. Baseball should respect Barry Bonds as much as Barry Bonds respected baseball. And when you, in, when you knowingly inject drugs into your body, performance-enhancing drugs, to do just that, enhance your performance on the field. And that's what Barry Bonds did. Uh, all the reports say he did that in 2001 when he hit the seven, 73 home runs. Obviously, it made a difference. He doesn't, he doesn't get to 73. He probably doesn't get to 60 without those PEDs. Prior to that year, prior to 2001, the most he had had was 49. So he doesn't even get to 50. Barry Bonds, a great athlete, had a great Hall of Fame career, um, even before the steroid use. But I need to get that off my chest. That let's not forget, if we're talking non-cheaters, if we're talking just pure talent, Aaron Judge passing Roger Maris. Aaron Judge is the home run king for single season purposes. You can't change my mind. And Tyler, I know you've got a rebuttal on that. No, I mean, look, I, I get it. You're a traditionalist. You like, you know, whatever, respecting baseball and anything. But baseball at the time had no issue with him doing that. Um, baseball at the time had zero issue with him doing that. Baseball at the time actually swept it under the rug. And then when it came out, they they screw him. All right. Same thing with McGuire. Same thing with Sosa. They did not care at the time when they were doing it. They actually hit it because they knew they were doing it, but they wanted that money. All right. So now they're screwing these guys over saying, okay, this is not, you're not getting the hall of fame. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. So here's the thing. I think there's two different things that we need to talk about here. I think baseball now is saying, no, we're not going to let them in. The record shouldn't count. We just separate it. But baseball back in the late, you know, mid late nineties, early two thousands, just to be honest, and excuse my friends, didn't give two shits whether you're taking how much rules you're taking. And that's just, the bottom line on that. I, well, I, it was it was dying, and I'm not gonna. I mean, nobody can um, deny that Bonds, Sosa, McGuire, the, those guys hitting bombs that saved baseball. I'm not gonna deny that. I'm just looking at it from the integrity of the game, and we're in 2022. This is 21 years later. The integrity of the game. Uh, you know, nobody forced Barry Bonds to to put those to put those drugs in his body. And I mean, I'm not going to feel sorry for the guy because a lot of people disrespect him. I'm not going to feel sorry for him not getting into the hall of fame. Do I think there's a case that all those guys should be in the hall? Sure. But as far as just records go, I think you have to separate that from the guys who actually played by the rules, respected the integrity of the game. And that's why I've got Aaron judge at number one. 
also here's the deal we've talked a lot about especially in football with crummy organizations i'm a baseball guy i grew up playing baseball the mlb has done some suspect stuff for the game and sweeping that under the rug embracing the cheating i mean MLB just tarnished its reputation a couple years ago just by giving the Astros a little tap on the wrist for blatantly cheating to win a World Series. And baseball has got to step up, fix its reputation. And I I agree with Fisher here. Aaron Judge is the home run king. We need to quit embracing the juicing and embracing play the game the right way. I I still – I I agree with Fisher. I think those guys have a case for the Hall of Fame, and steroids don't automatically make you a good player, but they definitely help or people wouldn't do them. Here's so the thing, I think, and like, you guys can't tell me that Barry Bonds is not a Hall of Fame player, even like he's a Hall of Fame player without. I, I, I just told you he was. Okay, Mark without a doubt is a Hall of Fame player without steroids. Yeah. I also, but here's the thing, Sammy Sosa, and I'm a Cubs guy through and through. He is not a Hall of Fame player without so without steroids, and I'll and I'll take that Probably too. Not. And so, and look at I I don't, you guys, Jacob saying. We got to quit embracing these guys that blatantly cheated. That that was not cheating then. Okay. The MLB swept it under the rug and they still to this day are screwing these guys over when they say, Oh, these guys took steroids. Oh, the guys this. That was not against the rules. And so technically they did not cheat. Technically, but- Barry Bonds never tested positive for steroids. He didn't ever. Read the court cases. He did steroids and it's just common sense. These guys weren't you got you're making these guys out to be like super innocent, like, oh me, I don't know what I'm doing. Here, let me no, they knew what they were doing. And and you know, anyone with common sense says that's not right, and that's disrespecting the integrity of the game. Call me a purist, call me whatever. Not disrespecting they the integrity knew exactly of the game. Exactly what they were doing. That's not disrespecting the integrity of the game when the game says that's okay and we're gonna sweep it out of the rug. That's the game said that. The MLB said that. The game is not not sweeping it under the rug. Yes, they did. You got to be bullshitting me if they didn't sweep it under the rug in 1998 when they're making millions of dollars, when Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire were hitting bombs left and right. You got to be kidding me with that. You got to be kidding me when they say they didn't sweep it under the rugs. Their freaking forearm was the size of my freaking head. And you got to be kidding me that they didn't sweep that under the rug. They make millions and millions and millions off those guys juicing, and they didn't give a damn. You are confusing the integrity of baseball, the sport, with Bud Selig in the front office in Major League Baseball. Those two aren't the same, okay? I get it. The, the Major League Baseball is corrupt, and Jacob just hit on it. And Jacob played college baseball. He's followed baseball his whole life. He could probably tell you, you know, how corrupt it is more than anybody. But you're, you're confusing that with the integrity of the game. And these guys knew what they were doing. They knew it wasn't right, and they went ahead and did it anyway. I, I just disagree with the premise that by them sweeping it under the rug, it makes it okay. When you have to sweep something under the rug, that's because it's not okay. If it was okay, they would just tell people. They're making all this money. That doesn't make it right. Yeah, from a business standpoint, they're going to do that. But you still can't discredit Aaron Judge because he did that natural. Did he, though? Because PEDs, they're not tested anymore. So, I don't know. I have no idea what they're currently testing. But PEDs, they're not testing, so it doesn't matter. I mean, they're not testing up all the way. Why are they not testing? This is the new CBA thing with a new rule. (laughs) They monitor it, though. They monitor it. That's all I'm saying. That was just for marijuana. 
63 is a long way or 62 is a long way from 73, 11 home runs to be exact. So that's all, that's all I got to say. That's not the record. I do agree that it is a very good, it's the AL record. I'll tell you, it's not even Aaron Judge's fault, but another blemish on the MLB is if you guys heard that stuff about the juiced balls. They've done that for years. Yeah. It's just that's another thing. Yeah. I, I I'm not a big fan of it. Like I, I love the sport of baseball, but the MLB is just it tries to ruin it. It does. Anyway, we could sit here and talk about all this for hours, but let's get into this wild card slate. We got some pretty good series coming up. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, let's start with the Phillies and the Cardinals because that's the big one. And actually looking at this, these two teams are the only teams in the wild card that have won a World Series in the last 25 years. The other six teams, not great franchises as of late, but these two teams know how to get it done. You got the Phillies are plus 112 to win the wild card. The Cardinals are minus 130. It's at St. Louis. Take it away. Look, I mean, we're going to be at the game in game two, me and Fisher are. So, look, I mean, we're going to be boots on the ground. Good things happen when there's boots on the ground, fat stacks-wise. And so, uh, look, I mean, I got plus 3,500 for the Cardinals to win the World Series. Cubs season's over. I don't care. We're all in on the Cardinals winning the World Series. All right. I'll do whatever I can. I'll streak down the field if I have to for them to win the World Series. All right. And so plus 3,500, it's going to look real good when they sweep the Phillies, you know, the first two games. But here's the thing. The Phillies ain't no no joke either, man. Um, I think Kyle, Kyle Schwarber hit 46 bombs this year. It's a real good, real good playoff player. Um, and I should know that by experience with him being a former Cub. And uh, I'm pretty sure Nick Castellanos is on that team, you know, and uh, – they have some good pitching, you know, Wheeler and Nola. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough series. I think the Cardinals can pull it out though. Probably an MVP and Goldschmidt, and then you know MVP candidate Ar- Arnado. But um, I think I think it's a I think it's a good series. I do think the Cardinals will win in two games because the Phillies. I mean, I mean they're good. They made the playoffs, but like I don't think they're the upper echelon of especially any NL East team. Um, they're the third best NL East team. Like, so, I mean, let's just leave it at that. But um, I, I think, I think the Cardinals win this in two games. Yeah. I, you brought up a lot of good points. I mean, I, I'm a Cardinals fan through and through, but I, you do have to give credit. That Phillies offense is good. They got Bryce Harper, Real Muto, Cassiano, Schwarber, Reese Hoskins. I mean, that's a good team. Good one, two punch with Nolan Wheeler. Um, I'll be honest. I mean, like I said, I'm a Cardinals fan. I'm biased. This feels like a Cardinals year. They got hot, playing good towards the end. There's a lot of buzz with Albert getting 700. Goldschmidt's having an MVP season. Arenado could be having an MVP season if it wasn't for Goldschmidt. Yachty's last year. Maybe Wayno's last year. Albert's last year. I mean, this just feels like a classic St. Louis year. And so I – Regardless of what it says on paper, I'm expecting the Redbirds to get this done. I I think it will go to three games. I think that either Aaron Noll or Zach Wheeler is going to shove and shut us down and um, maybe one of the games, but I think we'll get it done in three. Yeah, and if you guys remember, the last time the Cardinals won the World Series, their first series was against the Phillies. And, uh, you know, Chris Carpenter battling it out with Roy Holiday. Those were some great games. So, game a lot of five, that game you're talking about is probably one of the best baseball games we've ever seen in our life. Yeah. 
No, I phenomenal mean, game. Game Game Seven, twenty sixteen World Series. We're not going. We're not getting into that. Okay. All right. Also, before we get into this next series, man, I cannot express how much. Once again, dogging on the MLB, can't express how much I hate this new playoff format. How do you not? How do you got to play a wild card series if you win your division? Thank you. It screws. That's terrible. It screws. That's terrible. I can't even think of who won the other division, but it screwed the Cardinals. And I mean, I mean, the Dodgers won. The Dodgers won theirs. The Braves the won theirs. Braves. I think it screwed the uh, it screwed the Guardians. Yeah. So the the Cardinals and the Guardians won their division, and it's got to play a division team. Wild card. That's playing the wild card. It's all about the record, man. It's all about the. But I think the best format they did was like when the last time the Cardinals won the World Series, it was the it was the normal format to where it was the, the division winners and then one wild card. But I think the best one was the second edition of that, where they had the three division winners are automatically in, and then they play a two team. It's just one game, but they play a wild card playing game. Yeah, I don't like that. Because those get that was must watch TV. That that those one, one those one games were so good to watch though. I know, it, but like everything game. was on the line. It's one game. I don't know. I don't like the one game. Yeah, game. but it's better than nothing for that team that got the second wild card. It's better than this. I I, I just I just this. don't like you getting screwed for winning your division. You played the best out of your division all year. I mean, every other sport you're in for that. Was that the year that uh, 2011? Was that the year that the infield fly against the Braves? That was 2012, that was 2012. and that was the first. That was year. after. That was the first year of the wild card, and I think that was the wild card game. That was a, that was the start of the one game playoff. The yeah, the uh, 2011 was the last year they did the old format. And that one wasn't bad, but I, I liked that second one because, yeah. like Fisher said, I mean, the ratings were – I like I remember sitting there, like, glued to an athletics game because it was the freaking wild card. Yeah. Like, I'm never watching an Oakland A's game. Right. But you were glued to it. It was must-watch. No, Everything I mean, was on the line. It was ace against ace. I mean, that's just awesome baseball. I remember in 2017, after the Cubs won the World Series, we played the Rockies in a one-game wild card game, and we ended up losing. It was awful. Losing those one-game yeah. wild cards. Oh, games. yeah. Yeah, that's, when you, that's when you hate that format. That's when you lose. Like, yeah, that's why I hate it because I'm. <laughs> that's when you hate them. We had the exact same team, all right, and we were ready to roll again. But like, and it's just like, man, we have to play this one game against the Rockies. You know, Arenado, Blackman. You know, all those guys are on that team, and uh, you know they're playing real good, and we end up losing. I'm pretty sure it was in Colorado too, so it just sucks, man. It anyway, but you know, yeah. All right, let's get into this next yeah. game before I go on another anti MLB rant. Definitely. So our other National League game, the other three games are going to be on the East Coast. So this one has the San Diego Padres traveling to City Field. Uh, the Padres are plus 164, and the Mets are minus 194 to win this series. No. I mean, Jacob, I mean, you can kind of – we can touch on it, but I, I think – look, at I think the way the Mets lost that division – I think I think this is set up for the Mets to lose this series. I really do, and I know I know a lot of I, I see I, for some reason I see a lot of Mets fans on Twitter, and they're one of the most annoying fan bases ever. New York fans are terrible, but I I just I, I see a collapse happening here. And I, one thing that I think is going to is going to be a factor or be the be the deal breaker is which lineup can hit better because both these teams can pitch their freaking butts off. All right. But whose lineup is going to play better? And I like San Diego's lineup better. So San Diego on three. 
I I completely agree. I like San Diego's lineup better, but the only thing that worries me is Mad Max is just a freaking animal, and if he can turn it on in the postseason, then Jacob Degrom. I don't care what anybody says when he's healthy. Jacob Degrom is the best pitcher in baseball, and he is going to shove. And so, if the is you Darvish pitching game one for the Padres, yes. or is it Blake Snell? It's Darvish then Snell. Darvish. Then, yeah, I mean, if it, Darvish is going to have to have his A game to beat DeGrom. But, yeah, I – playing DeGrom. The Scherzer game one. Scherzer's pitching game one over DeGrom? Yeah. Wow. He's got – I mean, he's got the playoff experience. DeGrom, to be honest, he hasn't played on very many good Mets teams other than that 20 Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm going to be interested to see because, like I said, I, I really believe DeGrom's the best pitcher but in baseball, but – Tell you what, like postseason Dar- experience goes a long way with Darvish with the Cubs, and he didn't play any postseason games. But when he's when he's on, he's a top three pitcher, top four pitcher in the league. He is very very. Yeah, he's, he's got so many pitches when he's on. He's, he's so tough. good. He's so good. If he's on, Mets are going to struggle big time. I mean, big. Yeah, time. I, I I like the Padres upset. I mean, that's especially what'd you say it was plus one sixty. Like it a lot. That's that's pretty good value there because. Yeah, I mean, it, it is it is feeling like they're losing that division. They're going to lose, and the Padres are going to get rolled. And you got to remember, Joe Musgrove is their third guy, and he's had a pretty. He probably game. Be, he'll probably be relief, you know, in, in an elimination game, or it'll probably be that third star. Excuse me. Well, I was yes, yeah, since this new three game series, you know, you play three days in a row. There's no break, so you can't yeah, really turn so around like, and bring your here, game here's a question though. So, sorry, Fisher, but here's a question though. You know, it's game two. And they're wheeling and dealing, and they're wanting to win this game two and not going to game three. Do they put in Musgrove? You know, yeah. let's go. Let's say Snell in the fourth, fifth inning, and let's put in Musgrove and freaking start dealing. All right, let's. Yeah. But I, you know what I mean, though, because like, but you don't. I, I think you do. Routine. I, it's you don't all. Like, it's all or nothing. That, and that's the thing with the one game you would do that. You know what I mean? But the yeah, three yeah. games you're saying, okay, let's let's see what our bullpen can do, and and you know have Musgrove tomorrow. But do you just go push the chips all in and just say, you know what team's going to do that is the Rays? I guarantee it. They do some funky crap like that every year. But like, but I'll uh, tell you one thing though: if it gets late in that game and the Mets are up and they play the trumpets and Edwin Diaz comes strolling in there and they're I'm hammering the Mets. There, it's let me tell you something. Best they have, if the Mets have a one or two game, one game or one run lead, they're in trouble. Padres are in trouble. That trumpet in New York. And the trumpet's probably going to be live. Timmy Trumpet's yeah, going to be Timmy Trumpet's going to be rocking up in there. It's going to be, be a good, City Field's going to be a city field atmosphere. Oh yeah, not going to be better than St. Louis on Saturday night with Mean Fisher. No there. sir, no sir. All right, what's this next? What's this next series? All right, going to the American League, we've got the Mariners at Toronto. I lost my lost where I'm at here. Mariners at Toronto. Mariners are the underdogs, plus 148, clinching the first postseason bids uh, in over 20 years. And the Blue Jays, they're back, minus 174. Look, I, I, this is the first postseason appearance since their 2001 season where they won 116 games, which is wild. But unreal. Unreal. No one's – I don't think anybody's even came close. To that since then to be honest i mean what are the dodgers at like 110 right now i mean or 109 or whatever it is anyway i like the mariners here a lot um 
I, the Blue Jays are kind of in, they've kind of been underwhelming. I, I'm pretty sure the preseason they were favorites to win the World Series, and so they're they've been playing very underwhelming this year. I'm pretty sure they got second in their division, and uh, and so I, I just don't know. I mean, I like the the blue the Blue Jays, excuse me, but I don't know how much I don't. To be honest, like I I don't really I don't really know about Toronto. I know they get out first, like hockey games, but like how much is Toronto really going to come out for a Blue Jays game, a postseason Blue Jays game? Which I, I know they're great fans. You know, I see, you know, the Maple, I follow hockey quite a bit. The Maple Leafs are good fans. You know, I'm not, but I just don't know how how much they're going out for a Blue Jays game. And I, I think Seattle's got the momentum, um, and uh, I, I like Rodriguez. I like Castillo. Castillo, man. Being their number one is pretty solid. That's a good trade deadline acquisition by then. They just extended him. But uh, I like the Mariners here a lot. Another underdog for me in three. Me too. Here's the thing. I fully believe the Mariners, if it goes to three games, the Mariners are winning this series. The Blue Jays' only chance they have to get it done in two because their starting pitching is not very good. Gosman and Manoa, and after that, it's pretty suspect. And so I, I think if the Blue Jays can come out and get it done early, they have a chance. But I I really like the value of that Mariners upset. But think about this, though, like a Manoa-Castillo game one. I mean. I the, think Gosman will start game one. I don't know. He, he's a vet, but there's no telling. Anyway. And when you look at all the pitchers, in the wild card, Manoa leads all of them with an ERA of 2.24. So that's really one. If you're Toronto, that's your guy. He's been your guy all season. When he pitches, you've got to go out there and win that game at home. And Seattle came to Toronto once this year, and Seattle got the four-game sweep at Toronto. That was back in July. A lot's happened it- since then. But if you're Seattle coming off that and then coming off this big playoff berth, I think the momentum's on your side. This is this might be the most interesting series of like really anything can happen because the Mariners were the hottest team in baseball in July. They had a 14 game winning streak. Um, both teams have been inconsistent at times, but well, I think it's gonna be this, this Castillo. Gonna be series. I think it's gonna be Castillo Manoa game one. No, that's gonna be a good battle there. It's gonna be a real good battle, guys. Let me tell you something. We're talking about cashing out yesterday. I had the Mariners to win the World Series and uh, cashed out of it. And, yeah, that's about it. I mean, I thought – there was a time where I thought they were going to miss the playoffs because they were not playing well, and I thought they were going to miss it. So, it was like I put in five bucks to win. Five bucks – I don't even know how much I was going to win, but it was like 20 bucks to cash out for. I'm like, I'm just cashing out, winning my money. If they miss the playoffs, I can't win. So, that's that's where my mind was, but chicken out on that. But I still got the Cardinals plus 3,500 to win the World Series. There you go. Well, we're down to our last game. It's the most even um, as far as money line goes. The Rays are the underdogs, plus 102. They'll be going to Cleveland to take on the Guardians. They're minus 120. Uh, a lot of people are expecting some pitchers duels, nothing – really stands out to you as far as power offense goes for these teams, but two teams that uh, they both made the world series in the last 10 years, 15 years, but haven't been able to bring it home yet. So uh, interesting uh, matchup here. 
I like the uh, I like the Guardians here. Um, I'm a big fan of Tristan McKenzie, a big fan of Shane Bieber. I think they're both really having solid seasons. Um, I think their pitching is going to be a little bit better than the Rays. Um, is McClanahan going game one for the yeah. Rays? And Rasmussen? Rasmussen? I don't know. Actually, no, they got Glass now back. That could be big. That guy's a dog. Yeah. He throws I mean, some cheddar. Yeah, he does. Um, so that that actually might – I forgot they got Glass now back because that – like he's not been seen a ton this year. He, no. His, I think his first start back, he pitched really well, didn't he? Yeah, he pitched pretty good. I, I think that – I like the Rays here a lot, man. I really do. Just the experience. I mean, the last time we saw the Guardians <laughs> in the playoffs, they blew a 3-1 lead in 2016 um, against the Cubs. All right. And so I like Randy Rosarina big time here. I mean, he played well in the playoffs when they made that World Series. And uh and I, I really, I really, really like the Rays here. I don't I don't know why, but I, I got a feeling about the Rays. Um, they just play a different style of baseball, man. They really do in the playoffs. They they do these bullpen stars, they do these different things that they do, um, but they seem to always get the job done. And so um, I, I like the Rays a lot here. So, I mean, I had a parlay of the Rays, the Mariners, the Cardinals, and the Padres to all win that series. All right. And so that's like, I think it was like five bucks to win. I can't remember. It was, but anyway, that's the parlay. That's, that's the parlay you need to follow right there. I mean, I, what's the, uh, what's the odds at? I think it was like twenty two hundred. It's not bad. I'm putting I'm putting all my eggs in one basket here. Cardinals minus one thirty. Love it, love it a lot. And so yeah, I mean, look, I we were talking about it uh, off camera. I think yesterday when we were talking about going to the game, and I really like how they're separating these games out. And I know this is kind of just digging at baseball here, not digging at it, but just kind of digging deep. So we'll we'll be done talking after this. So they start at 11, the Rays and Guardians, and they go to one, the Phillies and Cardinals on Friday, and then three, and then seven. So they're kind of separating the games out to where the games are almost over, if not close to over, by the time the other game starts. Really like that setup. Good job, MLB. I know we kind of not really talked great about you, but that was a good job by them. Yeah, rare W. And, I mean, it's going to be a fun weekend of sports. You've still got college football. We've got a great slate to talk about in our next show, but NFL Sunday. So awesome weekend of sports. Right. Also the best something 30 something days, 27 days from October 27th to November 22nd, there's going to be a football game on every single day. All right. And so we're digging in deep to the football. We're about to get in the grind of the fall season. And we'll be talking about that on the next episode of Fat Stacks. And always remember to bet responsibly.